When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back to the B-List. I'm here with a return guest, someone that's really fun to talk to. I like to just have her and to shoot the shit whenever, you know? It's like, whenever, it's you know what? It's like something whenever it's specifically New York, I think. Ah, uh, yes. About. Yes, it did feel a little bit like an emergency call. You're like, yeah. I, I, you're like, I need somebody. This is, it's, it's a Roni emergency. Like, are you it's, free tomorrow? I'm like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's Jeff, Jess Rothschild. She has her own podcast, Hot Takes and Deep Dives. Um, Just the Mess. Just the Mess. <laughs> no, that's not your. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no, a comedian no. on Instagram that goes by that, actually. I love that. Oh, really? Name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, she's pretty Here funny. Check her out. Yeah. How are you today? What a I'm month. okay. You know, I'm fighting really bad allergies. Like, have you had oh, yeah? bad allergies lately? Okay, so I don't usually, and I definitely haven't this year because I've been like inside more than often. I mean, I'm running around now, fully vaccinated, thank God. Yeah. Um, but I actually, I'll go on a tangent really quick. Last time I had Dave Mazzoni on the, the podcast yes. and last week and he, um, oh yeah, I told you, right? Yeah, you, you messaged me about it, right? Well, so I know Dave and Ariel. I've known them for okay. years because Ariel was my favorite soul cycle instructor. Yeah, he's great. The three of us went to Countess Luann's show together. Oh, really? Years ago. Yes. Are they so fun? Because you know what's crazy is I've actually never met them in real life. Like we talked about this on the pod. It's like we have so many friends in common and so many places and things, but we bonded during the pandemic. That's how we kind of came into each other's fears. So Mm -hmm. They're great. but I was talking to Dave and he, we were talking about my dating life or like non-existent dating life. Yes. <laughs> like I was like, basically fix my life, Dave. Then like the next day, someone asked me out that I had like met recently. So I went on a date last night. Tell me. It was actually, it went really, really well. Yeah. I'm not where even did, bullshit. Where, like, where did you go? Okay. So we decided to meet at a wine bar in Fort Greene. Like usually it's like if someone lives further away than I do and you know we're like kind of separated by I'm like let's be equally inconvenienced and meet somewhere in between so that happened to be like Clinton Hill Fort Green right Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful area so we went to some wine bar we planned to Redora right by the park Mm -hmm. do you know Fort Green well yeah yeah Yeah, it's beautiful yeah beautiful never been to that wine bar but I know of it and I was going there to meet him and he was in a cab on the way and uh, it was like, going to rain. I mm-hmm. saw that the sky was kind of switching and I was like, fuck. And I'm waiting there to get a table and it just starts pouring down rain. And so I'm running and he's texting me. He's like, shit, I'm a, a block away in the car. And I'm like, fuck, I, I have to wait underneath a stoop. And it's like torrential pouring. Like the trees were, menus were flying. Tables actually fell over. Like, <laughs> and oh, I was breathing in all of this like dust and like leaves and shit. And then he picked me up in his car Ooh. and I got in. No, no, he doesn't drive. I mean like his Uber. Oh, his Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. He could have a car. But he's, 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 he's good. Yeah. He's but he's, you know, he's no dummy. Um, he's, not, he's like, he's alternate stride <laughs> street parking. He's no dummy. But I get in the car and we're driving around trying to find another place. And I'm just like, that's when it starts hitting me. I'm like, I'm having an allergic reaction to something. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, when you breathe it in and it's in your sinuses. So I'm just like uncontrollably like hacking. And I'm like, this is going Completely. really well. I'm like, Completely. what? Well, that's so exciting. So you had met him in real life before? I met him in real life before, but very briefly exchanged numbers and then he asked me out like a week later um but i don't know anything about him i've never seen him he didn't know my social media that's like a big thing for me i really love where, where has, did you, you meet? know i don't like a day bar thing mm. it was like outside at like a yeah i, I think wow. that we probably have friends in common i don't really like to get into that immediately i love when i don't know somebody that sounds so like i mean i will sleep with someone that follows me on it that, <laughs> i'm like <laughs> 
this is going way off. I I will no, say the that- No, but yeah. I don't like when um someone like follows you and feels like they know I would like to start fresh with somebody and it is cool. But today actually he asked what my Instagram was. I was like, well, this is over. <laughs> It was a nice okay. 24 hours <laughs> of mystery. No, I'm not that terrible, but you know. But, it's what's kind good of like- about, but what's good about you is you rarely post in your actual main feed. It's more about, like Dave was talking about last week, what you do is more just like social commentary or like. Yeah, I don't do any, really anything about my personal life. It's actually kind of crazy. I'm talking about a date on a podcast right now. You know, it's like. Yeah. Um, well, consider, really me share subs- that much. consider me subscribed to these updates. I want to know how it's. I will I let want- you know. Probably yeah. nothing. Well, why do you say that? I mean, well, just my my history. You know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You're right. But listen, I I believe in magic and fate. Listen, I'm a huge Stevie Nicks fan. I believe in fate, destiny, all those things. Yeah. But I am also a believer in science and math and probability. <laughs> and just based on science and the way that history works, um, you know. But we'll see. Listen, yeah. it's going to be a long summer. Oh. So <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it will be a long summer. How was you? How have you been? I've been well. Um, I went to California for a week. I was in LA, Palm Springs, and then randomly, yeah, I saw. and then randomly Napa. Um, With at your the friend end. that is a um, he's an astrologer. Yes, yeah, okay, my friend. Right. My mm-hmm. he's my best friend from college. Andy, I've been following your your your. I've been living vicariously. I, I have like because I missed my trip to Palm Springs because of COVID, and uh, but I'm watching you have fun. It it was yeah it was it was great and I actually when I was in LA I met up with a few fellow like podcasters that I'm close with like mm-hmm. we've been working together for the past year like Ryan Bailey and Laura Marie Shane okay. from Sexy Unique Podcast yeah. mm-hmm. and I it was Carrie her um, partner on that yeah. on here several yes. times yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you should have you Carrie think? on yours. I, you know, I know I you should love him and we've never met. Like we've never, I've never even like DM'd him, but I love him. He I'm is like a, a kooky bitch. Didn't he is like, used to live with him? <laughs> I lived with him in my early 20s, like my, what my mid 20s. Yeah. I'm how like, did you result. like, how did you become roommates? How did we meet? We met through a friend Tanner at a friend Dave's birthday. I remember, um, but I remember I thought he was cute, but that like didn't. You know, I'm very like when I like leave that window, when I shut that window, yeah. it's done. Like, and if I'm friends with someone, there is probably zero chance that I'm going to hook up with them. Pro- yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like if someone's in the friend zone, you keep them there. Yeah. I don't really do that shit. You know, yeah. I know uh, like a lot of gays might, but I just like once you're in the friend zone, we are, but I will be your best friend. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But honestly, but- probably like the biggest update is. So I'm, I'm like, I just mentioned soul cycle before I haven't done soul cycle since the pandemic, but I go to Barry's boot camp, and now you can find, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask at my gym. Since when? No gym, like anywhere in New York state. I think it's like a thing. Yeah. Everyone's I'm walking around. I'm just free balling. I'm like, no, but I'm like bareback in this air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whatever. Like I had been sprinting in a mask. For like sprint like sprinting on a treadmill, like it no. at Barry's boot camp. And now finally without the mask, it's like freedom. Yeah. And you know what? At and this it's point, new, though, this is relatively if, new, you know. And even if I am like that one percent of people that gets COVID after my vaccine, I know it's gonna be so little. Or you know what? I probably deserved it. <laughs> if I get it at this point, it is what it is. Like yeah. I just need to be free again. I was like, you know, Oof. yeah. Yeah. But anyways, lots going on in New York. We were talking last week actually with Dave about like everything reopening and it just feels like we're halfway there. The restaurants aren't quite there. The restaurant, you feel like the restaurants aren't quite there? Right? Because they're not full capacity. I mean, Oh, they are, honey. Oh, they are? Wait, oh, are yeah. They? Yeah, they are. Even though they're technically not supposed to be. I think no, they until- get it to capacity. I think that they're only like, like 70% or something like that. Or I'm like- telling. I was at Mirandi. I was at Cafeteria. They are packing the bodies in. Well, that's yeah. I well, I because I went to after on my date last night when we were eating or no, we were drinking, just getting drinks. And then we were like, I don't usually like to do food with men. If I don't fucking know you well, Mm -hmm. if I'm not sure I'm like a drink and let me just figure it out. Because if I don't like you, I need to be in and out. But he was like really cool and very handsome. And so after about two drinks, I was like, he was like, are you hungry? I was like, I'm so hungry. I'm all hungry all the time. And there was just happened to be a Jamaican place 
right at the corner Caribbean food. And that's like my favorite. I'm half Jamaican. That's great. perfect. A perfect evening. Jamaican food. Handsome yeah. Oh, man. I love Jamaican food. Yeah. He's half Pakistani. He's very handsome. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have a good feeling about it. Oh my it. God. What if he listens to this? Nah, I don't think he will. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you never so. know. You never know. One guy that I saw. Oh, oh no, God. I'm like, really? He's probably listening to this too. One guy <laughs> that I met on my birthday like five years ago. Um, we had like a thing in T. Uh, the other day, he like sent me a message, a text message of a, him driving, listening to my podcast. I was like, I didn't even know you listened to this. Oh my I feel naked. You feel naked. Yeah. I think mm. I really think sometimes that like nobody listens to this, but they do. You know, I just like, <laughs> you know, I-, I listen to it. Dance like no one's watching. Dance like <laughs> <laughs> pod like no one's listening. <laughs> I definitely listen. I definitely feel yeah. like New York is really in a good place right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. I'm just cleaning up the streets now. It just looks really dirty. It looks like we haven't really been living here in a minute. So that's the next step. And Wise back, my dating life is somewhat back. Um, Senate Republicans are setting are setting up roadblocks to block the creation of a January sixth commission. Did you see about this today? No. no do you follow me. politics? I do. So I mean, I do. Yeah. But you know, I'm- Officer Officer Sicknick is the Brian Sicknick is the one who died. Yes. His mother has been like out of the public eye, but she now felt that she had to do something because all the Republicans are basically going to block the creation of a commission to investigate who was involved in attacking all of those police officers and, you know, killing him and all of this stuff. And I mean, honestly, the commission would also investigate the role that senators played in it because a lot of people were saying that there's footage of the senators actually giving the people guided tours in the Capitol building days before. So they had, they were involved. And the reason that obviously they don't want to do that is because they don't want to incriminate Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Anyways, the mom has stayed out of everything until today. She showed up at the Capitol building and went to Ron Johnson's. He's the Republican from Wisconsin. Yes. He's a fucking like shithead, as they all are. Yeah. And she basically begged him to start a commission to investigate the death of her son. And he respectfully disagreed. And wow. yeah, it's it's insane. It's unbelievable what we've been through. How many cases have we, how many like, you know, investigations did we have on Benghazi? I mean, and this took place in our own fucking building. This is so crazy. You know, sometimes I get really heavy into like politics. Like I'll just like, you know, I'll deep dive, Mm -hmm. you know, once you start. If you follow my stories, you know, like I'll go through like waves. I'm always aware of what's going on, but then some days I'm like, I can't deal with this. I just need to talk about Wendy's diet. (laughs) And then, you know, (laughs) and then some days I'm like really heavy in it. But some days like lately I've just been like, listen, Sleepy Joe's got it. <laughs> Did you see Sleepy Joe today? Yes, I saw that he was not so sleepy after all. Yeah, he yeah. was like, he was like, there's a lot of Republicans claiming to, uh, or like claiming credit for the American, what is it, American Family First? What is yes. it? I forget. Yeah, yeah. whatever. The, uh, the $1,400 or $2,000, mm-hmm. I guess, cumulative. And he was like, but there's a list of them that are claiming that they, but then they voted against it. Well, here's a list of them. Da, da, da. And like, he knew that they were going to zoom in. He's so yeah. petty. He's not so sleepy. Sleepy where? Yeah. Sleepy where? We're in good hands. Yeah. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah. It's not my first choice, but you know, he's doing it. Listen, I'm good. He's like, I'm not stressed out every fucking day about this. I'm still stressed out about other things now, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Lots happened this week, though. The first thing I do want to talk to you about is I was totally fucking unexpected. No one expected this. Potomac had a trailer that dropped out of nowhere. Okay, I have a lot. I have a lot to say. (laughs) I have a lot to say about this. Do you want to go? Do you do you want to go for it? Mm, Well, yeah. Some people were negative. Do you want to understand y'all? Would you do you want to give your statement first and then I can give my statement? Yeah, y'all bitter Bettys. Listen, I'm gonna give it 10 stars. You go first. (laughs) 10 stars out of five. Give your give your public statement and then I'll give my public statement. Okay, here's here's okay. Before we even get into it, can I just say though, name one real housewives franchise that in its first consecutive six seasons has progressively been on an upward trajectory. It has not gone up, down, all around. Even though they've recasted and they've lost people, they've brought people back. It is all, even when Katie came back, it was fire. Katie is the worst housewife to ever come back, but also the best 
to ever come back because well, it was just I know, zany. I know that you're going to like give me shit about this, but truthfully, The Real Housewives of New York from season seven no. to 11, Bethany's oh. return that five oh. years got Absolutely. consecutively better. I mean, from the beginning, from the inception, from when you first meet them, because the reason that Bethany's return was so amazing is because, oh my God, it's a re resurgence. It's like a renaissance, a Bethanaissance. Um, but that's not very witty, but whatever you Did get you what watch I'm saying. The big like, shot, or you were like, I can't. No, I, think I you listened should. to you talk about it on your thing <laughs> enough. No, I, I watched two episodes, I was out. No, I, I that's why I, I listened to your thing because I was like, I need to know, but I don't want to like watch it. You need this is something you need to do. <sighs> no, you, you need to, you just, you got to do it. You've already got through the hard part, which anybody is the first two episodes. Anybody that's ever been in a toxic work environment, it is very triggering for them to watch that shit. It is, it is a stressful show. It is like, cause they're like, you could tell that these days were probably like 15 hour days and they're like these lights on them and they're just like stressed out. And then this woman comes out and bitches them out and is rude to them. It's like anybody. Yeah. My old boss was like that and I can't deal, you know? So I, I, it was a riveting mess. Yeah, it was. Well, I'm going to write a book about my old boss and everybody that's listening Ooh. knows who he is. I want to ask. Offline. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I need to look up I my want old details. paperwork and see when they like when I can. But yeah, it's Ooh, um OK. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many stories. Yeah, that would be. Did you see Halston? I didn't, but I know that you watched okay. it. I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Okay. Going back to what we were saying, though. Potomac. Yeah. No, no. Like, New York, I get what you're saying. And that makes total sense that it would be like, and I totally agree with you, those were the best years. Yeah. And it was amazing. And nobody's really done that. But from the inception of the show, like, from the very beginning, you fell in love with these women from the beginning, and they have not gotten stale. Even Giselle, who has not had a real storyline in years, it doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. they're so good. There's nobody else. I mean, you know, you can't say the same about Jersey. Jersey was good for one, two, three, maybe four, five, and six. It got like, eh, I'm tired of this. It's dark. Mm -hmm. You know, Dallas definitely dipped after the third season. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't watch OC, Dallas this season. OC had a rough start because it was just like, didn't know what it was. But I can't even really count them because they're a different, you know, a different breed altogether. Beverly Hills, definitely not. My popular opinion, which I state, constantly on this podcast is that Beverly Hills has more bad seasons than they have good. They have far more bad seasons. See, than I like they do good. I like Beverly Hills even when it's quote unquote bad. Yeah. 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 Like I loved last last season was great to me. Like I thought the last two seasons were pretty good. Yeah. Like it with the, the Denise Richards years were you know, great. You know I for me. you know I love Denise Richards. Yeah. I go up for her. Like I will fight someone for her. So well, what did you think of mother. the what did you think of the actual Potomac trailer? Um, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was edited beautifully. I thought it looked like it was giving me Wisteria Lane. Um, uh -huh. They were like the, the the dewy, like what is it, the fogged lens? Yes. It, it felt yes. very Stepford Wives '80s, like the Stepford Wives '80s movie. You're with, so what's right. With, you're so right with the the Desperate Housewives with like Karen Huger's like in this town, Potomac. Like it, it was, yes, it did have like an ethereal vibe but to it. It was weird, and I felt like they were doing that, but with all black women, it just felt fresh. And the fact that they opened it with Wendy, you never know who you can trust. I was like, yeah, this is gonna. Be be so good already and it's one of those trailers too that took me almost 10 minutes to get through because i would watch and i'd stop and i'd be like wait I, I can't i have to and then it like everybody was just showing up like ashley gives you automatic built-in story because it's like i hate her husband i fucking mm -hmm. hate that man but i will watch them until they the wheels fall off the wagon like they come mm -hmm. with built-in story um, it, it's a nightmare. She's the most real housewife probably ever. Mm -hmm. She's, she is like yoga pants, not mm -hmm. hair done with her little stroller and a backpack and the baby shit. And then Giselle was like, I gotta go. It was just like a lot, like they're so good mm -hmm. at what they do. And then Karen's there and she's looking better than ever. We have the new girl who looks like it, the new girl reminds me of like old school Atlanta housewife. Oh, or like I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, who I she, can kind of see that. She's giving me like she's giving me. I'm trying to think of like who she reminds me of. She is. She's that breed of housewife from like the years 2010 to like or what was it like 2000? 
probably like 2014 to 2018 where like they brought on women that were actually business owners and they were like they were like not just housewives they were like I'm that a business weren't, owner. That weren't just super fans of the show because now we're in an era where they're just they're just bringing on super fans of the show which they were is bringing like my on problem women that actually had businesses that like you know were doing things in the community and they would live after be outside of this show that's what I already know of this woman that she is. She has a really popular, um, what is it? It's like a, it's like a spa. It's like a franchise. Oh, okay. She's really, really, I mean, she's actually legit and she's beautiful. And she comes with the backstory, the foster thing. Here's the thing. My complaint or like the little issue that I have is actually not about the trailer. The trailer lo- looked good. I'm shocked. Uh-huh. I, I'm just shocked that yeah. it's coming back so soon. It's like, let, I feel like the last season just ended oh no no i need to wait until october July? Like, make me i want to miss you a little bit like i don't i'm not missing potomac right now Oof, i don't know we just got through monique and Candace. See, the thing is like, is that like breathe. i get i get what you're saying i have always historically always had housewives i've always been lucky enough to have like one of my favorite franchises on in the summertime mm-hmm. when everybody is outside drinking and whatever i'm like listen <laughs> Don't anybody text me during this hour. It's like the middle of July and August. And, or I'll even be in Fire Island and we'll be out somewhere. We'll be at tea. And I'll be like, yes, this is all fun and all. I have to be back at the house at da 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 And I'm, everyone comes back from tea, like drunk. And they're like having a good time. And I'm like, Shh, <laughs> I'm watching my story. And then I'll be able to be with you guys. <laughs> I remember I watched oh, the Aviva Lectro. That, that is Island. iconic that you watched that in Fire Island. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because I was watching it. Everyone came back drunk. And then they were like, what is he watching Incredible. in there? And they came right as the moment she's screaming with her leg. And they were like, and these people were like, what the fuck See, are you New watching? New York like, always airs in the summer. Like it's always yeah. like wrapping up around the summer. And I love mm-hmm. that. Potomac, I just feel like it literally yeah. just ended. And so, and, and also I know that they finished filming yeah. Salt Lake yeah. City. It's like, it feels like these things are being rushed out. And I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, unless know. they're tr- unless the production. I don't know. Maybe they're bringing other cities. Well, OC is not filming anything, so maybe they're trying to fill schedule. You know, OC would have probably been airing around the time that Potomac is, because OC. But thank God that's not coming back. Speaking of, by the way, did you see Jackie's hanging out with um Jackie Goldschneider? Kelly? Is hanging out with Kelly Dodd in Westhampton? Wow! Literally, as we speak. In West Hampton. Yes. Yeah, because Rick has a house right by Jackie. Yeah. I love when I whisper stuff like, well, you you know, the streets are saying. Kelly and Rick met through Ramona, (laughs) I think, in the the Hamptons. Ramona, guarantee 100% does not know who Jackie is. Can I ask you an off, this is not off topic, but it's it's a slight like bridge away from the specific topic at hand. I know you're you're friendly with Barbara Kay. What do you think Mm -hmm. of this mayoral run? Um, I, you know, support her in all of her endeavors. I have not endorsed one candidate, but I know who I'm vehemently against, and that is Andrew Yang. At this point, my stance is anyone but Andrew. But I don't know that, I mean, I haven't spoken to her in a couple weeks. I don't know. I haven't seen any recent fundraisers or anything she's been hosting. So I actually should check in with her and see if she is still running or I know she hasn't been at the debates or anything. I just wanted to touch down with you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I am all for especially women. I would love to have women in the race, but I have not specifically endorsed. There's a lot of people that interest me right now that are running. I love Maya. I think she's great. Maya, um, Scott could be good. Listen, anyone at this point. Andrew Times Square subway station. I just, he's not a, yeah, like uh, Sunak Market is a bodega. Andrew is like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's where I stand with that. But I love Barbara. Barbara's great, you know. Going back to... Kelly, I, I was going to say something on Jackie's mm-hmm. Instagram, but then I was like, stop myself. Because she follows me and I follow her and she, and I know both of them. Like I, I've, I've, I've met mm-hmm. Jackie, I think twice, once or twice. Um, I don't know her as well, but, but I was like, get away from her. I saw that Jill, I saw Jill Zarin was <laughs> at energy. a Jersey, like viewing, viewing part. Yeah. Oh, that's Dolores's. Yeah, Dolores's. I also saw that Jill Zarin just uh, bought a new Hamptons home in Sag Harbor. It's a condo oh, really? that I she's like gutting. Yeah. Um, so 
I saw that. And I thought, I think it's interesting that she bought again in the Hamptons because she's literally never in New York. Yeah. She's like always in Florida, right? Yeah. It seems like she lives there full time. So I think it's, I was struck by the fact that she would invest again in the Hamptons. Oh, oh, all I do is follow Jill Zarin. All I do is follow Jill Zarin. Literally. You know, I think it's like, I get jealous. I don't like my Jersey ladies hanging out with, I'm like, I want to text Dolores and be like, don't hang out with her. Margaret, what are you doing? Don't hang out with her. You only hang, you only hang out with each other. And, you know, I don't like them being tainted by the other. uh, Yeah. They're so special to me. I love the Jersey women. What did you think of the over overall Overall scale of one to ten, what did you think of this season of Jersey? Oh, oh, okay. So I think their better season was last season because that had everything. It had Danielle, it was all messy. There was just a lot of stuff. And I was like, how could they top the Mexico trip? And then you know what I mean? That happened. But um, I think this was mm-hmm. a really good season. It could have been better if it wasn't COVID involved, but they basically ignored COVID and given all the everything restrictions, they still fucking pulled out a stellar season to me. They could be in outer space and they would still, you know, like you could literally put these, <laughs> yes. these, these women I, in a fucking I, like tin can and shoot it into space and we'd find something to argue about. <laughs> the reunion was great. I love the Joe Melissa stuff in the reunion. Okay, but that was really compelling. Because you know, <laughs> love you, Margaret. Margaret's my, I love Margaret. All right. Like she's the best. Can I just say though, don't be mad at me, Margaret. Jennifer ate. <laughs> Jennifer eight, but you know, but this show, this is why She's this amazing. show is so amazing. Is that like, I love all of them so much. Like Jennifer gets on my fucking nerves, like a little sister, but like she makes good points sometimes. And so does, but like they could argue and both are right. Like two things can be true at once. Like Margaret can be pissed at Jennifer mm-hmm. for being a sloppy drunk. And then also, leading with her husband's profession but then jennifer can also say that she was with him before all of the money and you know what i mean they both make valid points and that's why it's such an intriguing juxtaposition or um, i guess combination or um dynamic dynamic you know what i mean this casting because it's like tracy said this really good the other day i was talking to her my producer tracy and she said that you know jackie and melissa well not so much melissa jackie and margaret have really high IQs, they, right? And then the other couch is like, mm-hmm. Teresa's really emotional and so is Jennifer, right? And Dolores is is like smart for sure, but she's more like, she has a really high EQ. And it just like, the, the combination mm-hmm. of all of them when they argue, it's like, it's equally yoked and they can like fight about different stuff and fight differently. And it's, it'll be interesting to see. And I know that a seventh person's being added. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting, um, good. Just, it's been reported everywhere. I, I'm not saying where I heard this from, but it's like it's it's been reported everywhere. There's been someone in the mix. Um, do, do you watch Danielle <laughs> Staub's stories I'll, of her video, watching? I'll okay, record okay, sometimes. okay yeah, this, I use right? them for memes. It's great. It's great comedy. Okay, so there's a brilliant <gasps> Kate, Instagram wait, account. It's like Joe Gun TV. The guy, uh, my date just texted me from last night. Um, What's he saying? We were talking about a restaurant, and then I sent him a photo of the restaurant we were talking about, and he's like, I love the ribs. He's still at the office. Um, he says hi. He says hi. <laughs> <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> um, there's a brilliant Instagram account, Joe Gun TV. He basically does like a super cut of it's like basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a, Joe, Gun, Joe Gun's been on here. Oh, he has. Okay. He does like recaps of. Uh-huh. Daniel Staub's yeah. stories watching Iconic. Jersey. Iconic. Iconic. He like chops it up. Famous homophobe Nuts. Daniel Staub. Mm-hmm. 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 There's also been like racist rants of hers that have been released from years ago. She's too. the most insane person that's ever been on television. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah. <clears throat> what was I saying though? Before I got off topic, what, what would you give Jersey this season? Um, like if you already give it 10 stars. Out of 10, I would give it probably like a six. Really? Okay. I just like Yeah, because them. I fell off I fell off the last few <clears throat> episodes. It just wasn't holding my attention. But then the reunion mm-hmm. really, you didn't have to watch the last few episodes. Like the yeah, reunion, yeah. I got it all. Like yeah. I went out on a high. I was like, all right, I'm good. I don't have to go yeah. back and finish it. Jennifer ate. 
I love Margaret and I love everybody on this show, but Jennifer ate those girls up when she was talking She's about great. concubine at the end of the part one. And she says, mm-hmm. and then she points over to the side. She's like, what do you think? Merriam Webster. And I was like, Whoa, we're like moving at warp speed and mm-hmm. ate up three people at once. But Margaret made really good points too. But Jennifer was like, on fire and it wasn't rehearsed. I think Jennifer is a lot smarter than people give her credit for. I think she knows what game she's playing on this show. I said this from day one. I was like, from the first season, everyone was like, why do you like her? Like, she's so like loud and brash. And I'm like, but you're going to see it. Like, mm-hmm. there's just something about her. But I love them all. I think they're all great. You yeah. know, even, even to, well, Teresa made some really gross comments about the sexual harassment. I was like, that In is part this two. Is, that was nuts. That was actually maybe the grossest thing I've ever seen on a housewife show ever. She she's just was, she's tone deaf. I mean, we but don't you know what? The to... best Teresa moments is when she's truly being herself. Like, you know, she doesn't do her own confessional copy. Yeah. Just they read her the lines and then she says, how do you want me to, want do me to it? say it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when she's really truly herself and you see what a like cruel unwitty it's just like oh <laughs> but she was basically if you for anyone who didn't want to do the work and watch the show i'm gonna tell you she jackie was talking about how she was once sexually harassed at work and then she, Teresa goes you let him touch you Ugh. well i would never let a man touch me He's like, no, a man's never done. Like, as if it's a weakness to have be in a situation where someone's like sexually harassing you. It was just like so antiquated. Well, she was like, just saying like that would never happen to me. It's like, well, how do you know? like you don't know? Well, it would never happen because you haven't worked in probably like thirty had a job. years, right? So Jackie made a really good comeback though. She said, "Well, well, when you have a job that you've actually worked hard for and you want to keep." I love Jackie. I think Jackie comes alive at the right moments, and I think that she's kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. I think she kind of missed the mark this season. I think she should have kept up the temperature and the intensity when she needed, she kind of like fell back Mm -hmm. when she needed to like really, she's smart. Like there's really great ways to like pull out receipts and get Teresa. But I think she was more like, I'm not doing this with this like woman who clearly has no morals or moral compass. So I, I listen. I'm I'm excited to see someone else come into the mix and kind of balance it out so that Jackie can at least spar with someone else or someone else can mm-hmm. spar with Teresa. Or so we can, and I hope that it's someone that's more aligned with Team Left Couch, <laughs> Mo- Marge, Melissa, and Jackie. Yeah. yeah, they need it. I think Jennifer and J- Teresa got the tough broad thing going, and Dolores Ter- is just there for the ride, looking beautiful. And mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, I could talk about Jersey all day. Talk, talk to you guys me. Know. Talk to me about how you're feeling about New York. I know that you're like really, you're you're. Well, at the end. Oh, before, you want to jump to something else? Before we get to New, because speaking of New York, I was going to talk to you really quick about real world New York because we haven't had a chance to really sit down. And oh talk yes. Because then everybody, if you don't know, Jess is very into the New York series. As if you guys follow this podcast, you know that I yes, I'm an enthusiast. So real world New York garbage. The reboot. I thought it was garbage. Didn't love it. You really? maybe liked it. Oh, I, I really like enjoyed should it. Not, should have not filmed it during COVID. Um, but you know what? They were filming it because they were trying to coincide it with the with the premiere of Paramount Plus. Okay. Yes. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say who told me, but I have a source close. Okay. To everything. They are doing real world LA reboot. Interesting. That's what I'm that's what I'm told. I haven't seen the paperwork or anything, but I, but yeah, um, here's the thing. They're going to do have it. Done, I wouldn't have done LA next. They're going to do every, they're going to do it if everybody can do it. And if one person can't do it, they're not going to do it. So they, but okay. I, I think it's, I think it's so interesting to do LA. If Tammy signed on, well, how would, inter- but would she? <laughs> yes, I think so. She's think crazy. So? She sold her jaw shut in the nineties and got an abortion on camera. She okay, will do yeah, anything she, for her fucking body. And okay. she's not on Basketball Wives anymore. Honey, please. She's on, she's on Instagram doing an Instagram series called Bonnet Chronicles in a bonnet, in a bathrobe. She will 100% sign up for a Paramount Plus check. I love Tammy Roman, but she will sign up to the opening of his shoebox. She's the mm-hmm. she's the white Gretchen Rossi. I wish they would do <laughs> that's so funny. I just say she's the black Gretchen Rossi, <laughs> the white Gretchen Rossi. <laughs> I wish they would do like Seattle, just a, a yeah. season that had more juice to it, like Seattle, New Orleans. Boston, like any of those that had a lot of meat. But to here's them. the thing. I think they might go through the thing. They might go wow. through the list. Oh God, I hope so. 
I mean, I think that's the whole point, right? If you go from New York to LA and the next would be San Francisco. So I, I actually interviewed Mohammed uh, yeah, recently, yeah. recently on my podcast and I loved him. And I, and I was asking like, have you been approached? He hadn't been approached and he didn't know if he would do it. He'll do it. For sure. he, but He'll I feel like it. he would do it. Yeah. They, they always say, I don't know. They're doing it. Yeah. But would Paramount it, plus money. But would it work without Pedro or would it become all, yeah, it would. About, all about Pedro? I think it would work without him. I think that, he, I think he's like, it's not like just like anyone died. It's like a person that was like an icon at this point. And mm-hmm. I think that it's okay if it's a lot about him because that we're talking really about be like- the ne- the, the, That should be the next one instead of, instead of LA. Or what would have been interesting, Sean just recently passed, rest in peace, his lover from that. Yes. Sean passed, but Sean, imagine if they had put Sean in the house because mm-hmm. he knew them and he was mm-hmm. there for it. And he was just as much as part of the storyline. That's so sad that he passed. Yeah. But I don't know. It could be really interesting. Listen, I was talking to Melissa, you know, Melissa from the rural world, New Orleans. Yes, my friend. of she, course. She was on Clubhouse and doing a series where she would do it weekly reviews of the reboot of New York. Mm-hmm. And I went on one. It's so interesting, right? To hear the, like, the way that someone was on one of those shows, kind of like recap it. Yeah. And I asked her, I was like, I said, you know, like, okay, so every single season of the rural world, if you were to like package it as like, what is an overarching theme that would be the theme of that season? New York would be racism, right? LA would be consent as it relates to sexual assault, right? Mm -hmm. Season three, San Francisco would be about AIDS. Public public health. Public health and AIDS education as it relates to gays. And you know what I mean? Hawaii would be alcoholism or substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, Seattle could be outing people or I guess mental mental health yeah could be, it's like it could be go either way yeah um but I asked her I said if you were to pick the next one to be rebooted for a thing because I think that the reason that they picked New York was because it was not only the first one but because racism is just like such that we're having the same discussion that we had 20 years ago we were, go- we were going through another revolution like we were going through yeah. like the black lives matter at the time you know but the conversation that's happened on real world new york is so relevant today yes um and it's it's so if you were to pick another season of the real world that you felt like is a topic that is really relevant today that should be unearthed with that cast mm-hmm. is there and i'll give you a minute to think about it because there's so many right i mean you new orleans what would you say new orleans was probably religion because yes. Julie yes. The Mormon, Matt. the Mormonism, yeah. religion. Boston was maybe. I don't know what Boston was. I mean, Boston was. Well, you know, I would say Boston. Homophobia, because like you know, and and like lesbians, because like lesbians do feel like they're not really included in the gay community in the way that like. I would say, so, you know, Boston's my all-time favorite. It is oh, like is it? when dollars to donut, like it is. <laughs> if I have to just pick one, Boston uh-huh. like truly changed my like Genesis changed my life. And Camilla what, changed mine. I love Camilla. I, I love Camilla. To, oh, oh yeah, you, yeah, she was on your show. Uh, love her. I love her. <laughs> love. And love. what was wait? Me- you told me that oh. she was reproached by met what maiden or was uh, married, married to, to medicine. medicine. Yes, and they were going to do a New York one. Yes, but her husband went a letter. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Sure, she's got too good of a life. She's too smart for like that, but she would be so good. With with Boston, with the significance of Genesis, yes, she was a, she was an out lesbian, but also she was seeking out relationships with a mm-hmm. lot of trans people. Yeah. Which yes. in 1997, so- this was not a thing. And nobody in the house understood it. And they they were actually like openly weirded out by it. Like they were questioning it. And and it's just like, it's funny how things can change so Which is much, fine to do changed. if it's something totally foreign to you. Like, of course, it's it's only yeah. natural. Yeah. Um, but also, that was also the year because this was 97. That was the year that Ellen came out. So I remember yeah. there was the scene where like when they're at the after school center and like I think one of the kids like said something that like, oh, my mom yeah. won't let me watch the Ellen show anymore. And Genesis is crying. It just had a lot of not that I, yeah. let, you know, I could give a shit about Ellen, but it had this it hit in a heavy way it was just amazing yeah Yeah. I get that no it was a great season it's not my favorite you know I mean San Francisco is just like such a classic but I also like randomly I'm like drawn Mm -hmm. to chaotic energy and there is no cast or situation more chaotic than Miami 
Like that was just like Flora. straight up mayhem. And like early on, Flora, who was like clearly on something and like just like fucking everybody and screaming at her boyfriend every night on the phone. Racist kind of. And like it's they just were like all very problematic. Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia with the nails and Joe was barely there. It felt like the most disjointed. Everyone hated each other, but then they were like fucking and having. You know, Dan Renzi like, is now. He was a COVID nurse. Yeah, a nurse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring that one back. Honestly, I love chaotic energy like that. Put Azalea Banks in the house with them, and she'd be right at home. <laughs> it was just like very chaotic. What would the theme of Miami be? That's another aloholism. Or and also like sexuality. Like there was like a. It was. It was very sex positive for the yeah. time. For the time, you know, and for the locale. Like I mean, you know, because some of the people and they were Republicans, and they were like, I, th- like, I think Miami you know. was. Miami was Vegas before Vegas existed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. If I like ran so that or like walked exactly. so that Vegas could run into a pool on a slip and slide covered exactly. in fucking foam. And <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you about what's wrong with New York, because I feel like there is something fundamentally broken with my favorite city. It's my favorite city um, as well. Yeah. But there's not as much to say about Beverly Hills. So I'd rather talk about Beverly Hills really quick. Get that out of the way. Sure. And let's talk about New York on the oh, bonus. Oh, New York on the bonus. Um. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Make them wait for it. You guys should subscribe to the bonus episode, patreon.com slash the B list. Subscribe that way. You guys can hear us talk about it there because we're not going to give it Wow. I am shocked. Wow. I am shocked. And Jess is a historian. I'm so she's going to have a lot to say. For the bonus. I mean, we could save the Beverly Hills. I just, you know, hmm. I know I've already I mean, said so. I have more okay. to say about New York. Okay. So, Beverly Hills, I'm coming to you. With the tail between my legs. I'm eating my fucking words. They're going to give it to us, maybe. They're going to give. New York is giving. I came into this season. I was like, these girls aren't shit. I hate everyone on this show. It's garbage. I watched. I was the first episode. Beverly, was garbage. Beverly Hills. It. This second episode, when they got to, they got to Lake Tahoe. Don't. Honestly, as a society, we've moved past the need for Lisa Rinna. But Sutton being a train wreck nightmare of a person is just amazing. Garcelle is a clunky housewife. She, she's trying to make moments happen, and I get it. Kyle is getting really good at this show. Kathy Hilton is one of the best friends of ever. Quickly Kathy becoming. Hilton is the best thing to happen to Beverly Hills since Lisa Rinna's yes. first season. Yes. She's energizing, and she's bringing that kooky energy that Kim gave, and we'll never get it back. But now Kathy has that same kooky energy. Brilliant. Everything is just like, they'll talk about stuff and they're talking about like really serious topics. And then it'll cut to her and she's like, and then I was pulling out little kids' it teeth. Feel, and then I like it snacks. Feels like, like, it what feels are like old school Beverly Hills. Like the original, uh, like maybe. Yeah. yeah. She's rich and doesn't care. She's like, I'm going to be myself, and that is kooky, and I don't care. And it's like, I, amazing. It's giving what like Sutton gave her first season, but even more like dialed. But but also yeah. like oh, Sutton yeah. was, but, but also yeah, more likable. Sutton what was uncomfortable in her own skin last season, and she's more comfortable yeah. in her yeah. skin this season. So she's she's better. Like yeah. she she has really. a presence. It down. She has a presence on camera down. this season. Whereas Kathy is just like a fully formed being and it's amazing. It's she amazing. doesn't give a shit if this show works. She doesn't. Yeah. She got cut out of all the footage. She wouldn't care. Cause she's just happy to be on a girl's trip. Cause she would normally be taking this with her husband. And I get that. And I just like her. She's like, man, my kids are grown up. I have more money than God. Let's do this. Whatever. This sounds like an interesting little, she's probably getting paid oh more than all of them. <laughs> it's like insane. <laughs> but like, I don't know. There's just something about her. When I first saw her, I was like, when I first, I obviously know about Mm -hmm. everything about her, but when I first heard that she was on as a friend of, I was like, God, just shit or get off the pot. Like give her a full-time thing or not, but let's not do this. But I don't know. There's just something about it that works. I would love if the fan reception is just going to be really positive towards her. She'll come back. To where she gets talked as a full-time and takes the center diamond and says, you know what? Fuck it. This <laughs> will be my show. That would be my dream. <laughs> give it to me. Here, give it to me. You're not doing anything with it anyways. Give it to me, Kyle. And okay. Kyle will probably just be like, she okay. She would say, okay. 
yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, it's getting good. And if we keep up this, this, this kind of like energy, because Crystal, that last, lover, that last we'll hang out scene, with Crystal. holy, I was shaking in my mm-hmm. boots. She's not afraid. She, she's not afraid. And how is she, how is she's she not so afraid comfortable on camera? It's insane. It's like, it's, I don't know if they had been filming for maybe a while of doing her personal stuff. And maybe I feel like they do that though. They film you a lot with your family mm-hmm. for like a month before you meet the other people to see if you're going to really be comfortable around the cameras. And then they introduce you to everybody. Um, but I don't know. She's doing really, really did well. You, did you s- the way she talked to Sutton was just like, she's not trying to have a moment. You could tell that she, that bitch yes. forgot that the cameras were there. She's like, tell me you're that girl. Did tell you, me you're that did girl. Did you see Sutton's like, blue apology? What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I saw it today. Sutton, listen, <laughs> we have to see more. Sutton is not looking good. But you know what? I've, I've resolved though. Like, I think it was like a year ago after everything. I'm just like, we're not doing any more yeah. canceling this person because they did this on a show. Because all of these people are bad. Mm-hmm. All of these people are bad. You could pick anything. So pick your pick your poison and just go with it. But like, like Teresa, like how many? Like what? Are, what is Teresa going to have to do to be canceled? Like she at won't. What point? She won't. Teresa, she won't. She won't be canceled. Wasn't. I, lo- I do so love you know how what? you say that Bethany will then, actually be canceled in our lifetime. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. Oh, that is yeah. one of my oh, favorite yeah. quotes of yours. <laughs> You're like, I really, you, yeah, you, t- no, I you texted that? it to me. <laughs> You're like, I really, oh, yeah. she will like, be canceled really in our lifetime. Bethany will be canceled for real. <laughs> I feel it's coming. Listen, I mark my words. Bethany will absolutely, she's getting crazier and crazier as she gets older, and like people like her more, less and less. Do you have any inside? scoop at hbo like do we know if the big shot is getting a second season oh i don't know i don't um i know people that work at hbo i could ask yeah if anybody if you know anybody who who worked on that show or works at hbo max yeah i have a friend who actually who works at hbo max he's a podcast producer and he's like they don't even promote this fucking show he's like i don't even they they don't even know it's on the yeah before we get off beverly hills um just a couple of notes that i wrote down erica's showing up in an orange jumpsuit died died I still fucking love Erica. Am I gonna go to jail? Like, am I? Well, I love Erica. What can, what can I do? Oh, I never loved her. The heart wants what it wants. Put her under the jail. But I love and then her. Abolish them, I don't know but, why. You know. I just love her. <laughs> I just Crystal gave us more of her background in ten I seconds know. on her little, little vignette than Erica has in six. Erica's seasons. Erica's two truths and a lie, and it was like a riddle wrapped in. A, it was like what? It made no. What? Dorit's doing a really good job. Everyone's really. Dorit's doing fucking nothing. She showed up in a little thing. I don't get. She's, she's I don't like, understand I don't why people like Dorit. I don't know anything of Lake Tahoe, but it reminds me of Luga. L- uh, or what did she uh, say? Uh, like Switzerland, Lanuga, <laughs> yeah. La La or something. I was like, whatever. I just listened. She's she like a nice not little. Be there, like, it'd be the exact same show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not like a huge, but I think she's like doing it. I don't mm-hmm. mind her. Is what I meant. I don't know. I don't feel like anyone particular is doing the heavy lifting it's right very now. Even. Just yet. It, it's very even. Yeah. I feel like Garcelle, if anybody, is doing the most because she's trying to, like, yeah. create stuff. But to be honest, I mean, I know the backstory of Garcelle coming on the show and she came on wanting a problem with Kyle what? from day one. Tell me more. I saw Garcelle's casting reels something like six or seven years ago. Garcelle has been wanting to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for years before she ever actually came on. Her casting reel, they ask you if you know anybody in the group. I've said this on the Mm -hmm. podcast before, so it's not new to any, if you're listening, but um, she said, no, I don't. Um, She's like, I know a a few of them socially. I've met Kyle. I know Mauricio. And if I wanted to have Mauricio, I could have him. (gasps) She's basically implying that, yeah, that's what she literally said that. It was insane. Well, I don't want to say verbatim. It was that. It was that impression. Whoa. You know what I mean? And she was coming hard at Kyle. Like, she was just like, it was so clear that when she comes on this show, she's going to come in with some kind of like inching at Kyle. And sure enough, I said it on this podcast before the show, I think even aired with her. And sure enough, from the very beginning, she started coming at Kyle and gunning at her. Is. And then once she was given... I think she just was like recognizing that Kyle was there the longest and she wanted mm-hmm. to try to, you know, I think that Garcelle is more calculated than people give her. I just don't, for me, it's clunky because I know that mm-hmm. what she's trying to do, she's trying to create an issue so that she maintains mm-hmm. a check and gets asked back the next season and it isn't looked at. And I think she's playing to the audience too. 
I think that she knows that like they're gonna be like, like first black Beverly Hills housewife, and you know, and I think she's just kind of like I think she reads the comments. Yeah. I think that she saw the comments and people are like, we want you to be best friends with Sutton. You should get on the winning team. And next thing you know, she's like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. And then I think she's like kind of like using Denise as a prop to kind of, I sound, so, it, it makes it sound like I don't like Garcelle. I do like Garcelle, but I just, I see through what she's doing because I know, and I feel bad for Kyle because Kyle could not give a shit. She's like, God, if I say something about Garcelle, then it's going to be misconstrued mm-hmm. now that I'm racist or I'm doing this because I just, and I don't think that Kyle like mm-hmm. cares that much about her. I think Kyle really is on this show and like makes genuine friendships. I think she is that naive. She 100% make, makes. She's, 100%. I think she's here because she, it's fun she, to be friends with these she's people. Also and she gets legitimate friends with all the producers of the show. Like she really has yeah, made like lifelong yeah. connections with people. I think Garcelle is looking at this as yeah. a business venture. Mm-hmm. You know? I like ourselves. very much. It is much. what it is, right? Like, I like ourselves, but I think that they're both on the show for different reasons. And that's what happens when you have a show that's been on for almost 10 or 10 years. So yeah. you're going to have people that come on that are like Jen Aiden, who's watched the show and tried to get on it for, mm-hmm. well, that's you know? Ebony too. That's my issue with Ebony is she's a super fan. Well, that's perfect. Mm. Let's lead okay, into okay. The, the bonus episode because I have a lot to say about that, especially after these past two episodes. Um, guys, go to the patreon.com slash the B list and subscribe to the bonus episodes there. We also have a recap weekly episode with me and my producer, Tracy, where we talk about all this. Right now we're doing New York. We might even actually, now that Beverly Hills is giving me something, we might talk about that in the interim until we get Potomac. Perfect. So yeah, it's really fun. If you love Tracy Morrissey from Pot Psychology, You'll love it. It's good. Just tell people sure. to follow you on social media and tell them about yes. your podcast. Uh, and, yeah, my show yeah. is called Hot Takes and Deep Dives. You can follow me, Jess XNYC. And yeah, the podcast is, it's, you know, it's a mix of Bravo stuff, but also like 90s, 90s throwbacks. Like I recently interviewed like Rosie and Isaac Mizrahi. I have, a, oh, I'm interviewing um, Tabitha. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Tabitha Sears Tabitha Salon. Oh my God. From, yeah, I just recently watched an old episode of that. If you look on YouTube, Amazing. some of the old episodes are on there. I live for her. That She's episode so isn't that will be the next awful. episode coming out. It's an interview with Tabitha. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, so good. You guys tune in. Um, Jess's podcast is actually one of the few podcasts that I actually listen oh to, and I text God, you every you. time I, I like you do. To an episode. I listened to your recent one with who was he, on your recent one? His name one is that Jacques Peterson. He he hosts a podcast, but he's very contrarian. So you're not going to agree. Yeah. No. Okay. That's what it was. I I texted you and I said I disagree with everything that you're. But he's said. so entered. But he was so. But I listened to the entire thing. Like he's really funny. No. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was listening. No, it's like, some, listen, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of a good housewife. It's like, you know, someone that I never agree with, but they're interesting enough where I, I'll listen to your yeah. point though. Yeah. You we know? did a whole like, episode yeah. pretty much um, on our Beth, our uh, Big Shot with Bethany journeys. So if you're into the Big Shot with yeah, Bethany, go to that episode because we really fucking went deep. And I have a little bit of inside stuff, so. Jess has really good guests and you do really deep dives on stuff that like no one has thought about in a really long time. And you're like, oh my God, this is a treat. <laughs> Thank you. So guys, come back for another treat as Kathy Hilton would say. <laughs> um, we're going to eat lots of treats and go to the bonus episode, listen to it. And uh, what else is I going to say? Oh, go to the go to the Apple page or the iTunes page rather and like and subscribe and leave a rate and review. You got yeah. it all. Did I hear that right? <laughs> okay bye guys